A few years ago, on a Friday late afternoon, I returned home right before Shabbat after a long, long week of work. I was exhausted. It was a very, very challenging week. I opened the door, and my daughters, who at the time were five and three years old, were screaming at the top of their lungs, shrieking. They were hysterical. I was frightened. What happened? Eliana sniffled. Mommy told us, no one's coming over for Shabbat dinner. Huh, I was so relieved. <laughs> Girls, that is true. Mommy and Ava had a really long week and were pretty tired. And we thought it'd be nice if it was just us this Shabbat. Of course, Eliana started crying again and Noah joined in. And I tried to comfort them, but nothing I said helped until I said the following. I had an idea. Wait, wait, girls. I forgot. I forgot. Someone is coming. Who? Who's coming? The Shabbat queen. The Shabbat queen is coming. She'll be here any minute. They ran to the door, flung the door open, and raced outside. Where is she? Noah cried. There's no one here. Well, actually, you're right. There's no one here physically. Physically? Well, she's not actually here like you and I are here. Well, where is she? She's here in spirit. We feel her. She arrives every Shabbat. She spreads over us the shelter of peace. She helps us feel connected to each other, to the world. She helps us remember what we are grateful for. She reminds us that time is special and holy. Does mommy know about this? <laughs> oh yeah. She and the Shabbat queen are very close. Thankfully, this seemed to calm them down a bit. Today, I want to talk about the idea of holiness, what it means, where it can be found. The first mention of anything that is sanctified or holy in the Torah is Shabbat. After six days of creation, God blessed the seventh day, Vayikadesh Oto, and made it holy. Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel calls Shabbat a sanctuary in time. The word for sanctuary in Hebrew is mikdash. The root of the word is kadosh, holy. 
Heschel writes, Judaism teaches us to be attached to holiness in time, to be attached to sacred events, to learn how to consecrate sanctuaries that emerge from the magnificent stream of a year. The Sabbaths are our great cathedrals. What was the first holy object in the history of the world? Heschel asks, was it a mountain, an altar? Heschel continues, holiness is found in time. Holiness found in time is a radical departure from accustomed religious thinking. The mythical mind would expect that after heaven and earth have been established, God would create a holy place, a holy mountain, a holy spring, where a sanctuary is to be established. Yet it seems as if to the Bible it is holiness in time, Shabbat, which comes first. But as we read in the Torah this morning, God says to Moses, tell the people of Israel, build for me a physical sanctuary so I may dwell among you. The first thing that strikes me about this is that God actually wants to dwell with us, that God wants to continue to be with us on this journey. God has no intention, it appears, of abandoning us. It's an extraordinary statement. Build me a sanctuary so that I may dwell among you. Why does God need a sanctuary? Can't God just continue to hover above us in a cloud? God seems pretty comfortable up there. One answer is that maybe God realizes that this cloud thing can only go so far with us mortals who need something solid, physical, tangible. The rabbis say that after the events of the golden calf, God realized that the people needed something physical to help them feel God's presence. And so, build me a sanctuary. But why do we need a holy place, a holy building, a holy structure? Haven't we learned that holiness is found in time? Whether holiness is found in time or in space, the common denominator is us. Us who mark time. Us who create spaces. Both holy days and holy places are sanctified by the people who mark that time and who enter those spaces. Today, we celebrate Shabbat as a community. We sanctify time through prayer, through being together. Last week, some members of our community gathered to learn about Israel, and others gathered together 
to prepare care packages to cook for members of our community who are in need, who are ill, or dealing with a loss. And every week, every week, children, children enter these halls. They enter these doors to learn and to sing songs and prayers together, songs and prayers of our people. It's not the walls of these buildings that make this space holy, but rather how we choose to sanctify time while within these walls. Heschel so aptly stated, holiness as a sanctuary in time is a shrine that neither Amalek, Haman, the descendant of Amalek, the Romans, nor the Nazis were able to destroy. For generation after generation, through exile and persecution, it is the sanctuary in time. It is Shabbat. It is the actions we take that have kept us strong and resolute, that have allowed us to persevere and to thrive and to feel that sense of connection and holiness. The name of the Torah portion that we read this morning is Truma. Literally, named for the gifts each Israelite brought to the building of the sanctuary. The root of the word Truma means to elevate. As we continue to build this sanctuary together, may we all feel uplifted by this holy work. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat shalom.